Welcome to Becoming Soul, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for Better Call Soul on AMC and Netflix. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. Good. Uh, we're here today to talk about Season 5, Episode 4, Namaste. I'll let you know in a minute which show that reminds me of, uh, but what did you think of uh, of this episode? <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's another great episode. Yeah from them i i like the uh the sort of weird opening of of jimmy wandering around the store sort of picking up and trying to trying to throw things and it making absolutely zero sense until later on in the episode um and uh yeah although even later on the episode it's it's not entirely clear why he does that but um yeah i i rather like that sort of cold open thing um the uh the, the the Kim going back to Jimmy to try and sort out her Mesa Verde problem. Uh yeah, it's it's a solid episode. And we got more Hank in this one as well, which is always good. So Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah, I like this episode a lot. And just as we were going through, you know, the opening scene and you're not sure why Jimmy is like doing whatever he's doing and obviously he comes out with a bowling ball in the end, uh and he's like um trying the weight of like different objects yes. and you think okay in a minute jimmy you're gonna throw something across this store by accident and uh obviously he, he knocks like one little thing doesn't he but uh, he doesn't cause too much damage yeah. but it's interesting because i was going through that scene and i was thinking like i really love this universe and on, on a scene like that there's something really basic and something really not entire i mean it was pretty interesting but something very very basic um to come away with that sort of feeling from that particular scene i think is it really kind of shows something just because they're, they're so good at doing that in in this you know breaking bad el camino better call soul universe uh i'm sure the universe has got a proper name but uh i don't know off the off the, off the top of my head but um yeah just the just these sorts of like okay you he's in there trying the weights of different stuff you don't know why it's a very breaking bad better console kind of cold open and obviously you find out later as to why but uh yeah that just the way they always do that always uh impresses me and uh, of course we talked about the teddy bear thing a bunch of times and how that's a big one for for breaking bad and uh they just continue to do that and uh they're always pretty basic simple things for, for the most part and they always manage to they manage to make the small little things more interesting than they really should be in a way, on, on in, yeah. in, the, in this universe, like Jimmy going into this shop and like practicing the weight of different things shouldn't be interesting, but it is. And because you're like not confused, but you're wondering as to why he's doing the things he's doing, so that was great as well. Yeah, really like the DEA stuff with Gomi and uh, with uh, with Hank. I thought that was great as well. Some really like uh, interesting kind of dark, uh, you know, detective sort of police uh, work. I thought that was great. Um, I thought the stuff with Gus was really really interesting, especially with him in this guy in in his uh chicken shop uh i thought that was interesting and yeah again that's a very simple like okay why is he so bothered and then like you see the bit at the end where he's slightly moving the handles and and that sort of thing and it's like that's sort of what gus is about and in other shows that wouldn't do that as better it just wouldn't be interesting you'd be like all right i'm, I'm sick of this character bothering with little things but just the way that he does it the way that gus does it the way that you know john carlo espinito does it and the way it's all written it uh yeah i think this episode was another good example of how you make the simple things in television much much more interesting so um because he's obviously waiting yeah. for the call and, and all that sort of thing so yeah another really really great episode and uh, i don't know about you but in these episodes at the moment i'm paying really really close attention to kim's attitude at the moment given yes. you know, the whole beer bottle thing last week and we saw how she kind of reacted and stuff i thought she was really interesting to keep an eye on again this episode and um 
terms of the mic stuff, not really sure. Not really sure yet. I have obviously the trust and uh, trust that that's going to go yeah, somewhere. Yeah, that was a... Yes, yeah, very, very weird ending as well to mm. the episode for that. Yeah, yeah, but I trust that they're going somewhere with it. I'm not going to just dismiss it yet. But uh, we don't really know what's going on there. We don't know where he is, I don't think. Um, but uh, yeah, another great episode. So uh, let's get into some housekeeping in a minute and then we'll go into some more. Uh, I'll recap. So uh, we'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, we just did our Walking Dead podcast, of course, for this episode, this week's episode, season 10, episode 11, for The Walking Dead, of course, on the same network, AMC, but on Fox in the UK. Uh, so that's, I'm looking at it right now, so you can go and listen to it right now, basically, if you want to, of course. Uh, random gaming talk for this week, HBO is developing a Last of Us TV series with... Gary something, the guy behind uh, Chernobyl and of course Neil Druckmann, the games, both of the games, uh, director and HBO and Last of Us, so it's all looking good at the moment. Uh, Ghost of uh, Tsushima, uh, or Tsushima, that's a difficult word to say, uh, has got a release date the 26th of June on PlayStation 4 that will of course be an exclusive, whether or not it comes to PC in three years, we'll have to wait and see, but at the moment it will be on PS4 June 26, 2020, and we talked about some interesting weird uh, FIFA football stuff as well. Uh, streaming service reviews continued, obviously this week, one per week, obviously. Uh, My5, which I went and looked at, and I had to go and download My5, which tells you the last time I used it, because uh, I don't remember using My5, I always remember using Demand5, so uh, went and checked that out this week, and that was this week's streaming service review. Um, interesting, to say the least. Uh, not very packed with a lot of stuff, but <laughs> interesting nonetheless. Uh, Man United defeated, or beat, uh, Man City 2-0 at home, and that was really great to see, because it's always good to beat your rivals, and uh, what a, what a uh, match that was. Really, really enjoyed that. We uh, do play against LASK tomorrow that will be behind closed doors, so we'll see what that ends up being like. So uh, that will be in the Europa League, and then we play against Tottenham, I believe on Sunday, probably, because you won't play on Thursday and Saturday. So yeah, Sunday, uh, we go to Tottenham away, which should be an easy win, but you just never know. Uh, let's play Sundays for Dying Light, so you can go and check that out if you want to watch some uh, Dying Light gameplay. 
uh, Onward Review, which is the latest film from Disney slash Pixar. Obviously, they own Pixar, so it's the same thing. Uh, but yeah, their latest outing, obviously, since uh, Toy Story 4 and uh, some good stuff there with Onward. What else do we have here? Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Uh, the podcast is called Zoe's Podcast Playlist um, for the pilot episode of Podcast Watch Along. Just a fun little comedy, uh, musical sort of drama, um, which did have some pretty serious stuff in it, but it was still fun nonetheless and uh, was still great to watch. Uh, so you can listen along to that if you want to do that with uh, the pilot episode. Um, big episode last week for Gaming Talk. Of course, we had episode 200. Bex joined me and Robert uh, as a co-host for last week's episode. We talked about Samurai Jack, which you can and go and watch all of on all four and probably on adult swim or cartoon network or whatever uh we also talked about the new marvel game and uh, some changes at kojima production so we speculated on all of that uh better call soul obviously we're doing walking dead we're doing and that's pretty much what we're doing at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms quick little bit of other um housekeeping as well uh westworld is returning next week and we are doing a preview podcast tomorrow um as well uh, also you know in terms of schedules and stuff i should mention uh change for this podcast just in case you knew or you don't rem- remember or whatever the case may be um better call soul we're doing the podcast for that from now on next week on thursday so next week from next week it will be westworld and walking dead on wednesday and then better call soul on thursday but for this week obviously better call soul today with walking dead and then tomorrow on Thursday, Westworld. But that will change next week. So uh, just a little heads up about that. So if it gets to the end of the day on Wednesday next week. And you wonder where Better Call Soul is. It will be with you on the Thursday. So just a quick note about that as well. Um, cool. Let's get into the episode. Um, don't actually have the scene with the store written down. But he goes in there. Basically he's testing out the weight of different things. Which I've already discussed. Um, lifts some like TVs and some trophies. And... Um, a bunch of other things as well. What what did you think he was doing in this scene? Because <laughs> no idea. My my initial thought was maybe he's trying to find. Maybe it was a case that we hadn't seen yet that was going to come up, and okay. he was. I, I I wondered if maybe he was trying to find something. You know, maybe somebody had got hit by something heavy, and he was trying to find something to kind of fake evidence. Possibly, that was my my initial thought. Um, right. I I just didn't quite get. I couldn't quite figure out what it was he was doing, but that—that that was my initial thought. Was it was it was evidence for a case or something he was trying to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like obviously he, the the one clue you have is weight because he's you know yeah almost throwing things across the store. I wonder what would have happened if like let's say he's trying the the old you know the old fat TVs. Uh, the weight of them and then like accidentally lets go or something. Obviously he'd be able to pay it back because he's a lawyer and they're quite rich rich people from what i understand um and i don't imagine thing a lot of things in that well, shop yeah. cost too much maybe but like i was just like okay jimmy you need to you need to stop otherwise you're going to throw something across the store and break something so uh, did you think he might accidentally do that like just like accidentally like, let yeah, go yeah, I, I, I thought they, they, maybe that would happen as well yeah but, uh, yeah yes, playing for comedy but uh, mm-hmm. yeah but that was good and um, we obviously find out what that's for later which we're still a bit confused about but we'll talk about that at the end of the episode uh the day after the guy for this which was last week's episode uh jimmy and kim go off on their jobs uh jimmy deals with uh sticky and ron the two uh petty crooks that had one of his 50 percent off coupons for souls legal services uh coercing them into his, his services when they seem ready to go with a public defender because they are free or something yes um, and they don't want to pay the four grand it would cost to uh get get jimmy which again i think he's probably making up on the spot 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that, yeah, yeah, and certainly all the stuff <laughs> you're saying about, hey, I got paid X amount of money, you know, for like eight grand for an afternoon, which I guess technically might be true if he's talking about the dodgy thing that he did for the dealers, but right, you know, um, yes, that is true, but that's you know not like particularly legal services what you were doing. So I mean, yeah. It, it's he seems to be making that up on the spot, and uh, you know, as, as I say, America, like in Britain, you know, you can get, you you have to have a lawyer or a solicitor there, so they have public defenders. But you obviously you don't want the public defenders because they're horribly overstretched, and they'll just try and get whatever crappy deal they're offered. Um, so yeah. you know, I mean, it, Jimmy is right in that having him on your side is probably better for them. But in terms of the actual fear, I think yes, definitely he was making that up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, it's quite fun in a, in a way when Jimmy does have to act on the spot in different scenes, like with the, yeah. all, all the Lalo stuff uh, last week, and just seeing him come up with different ideas on the spot and obviously different prices. And uh, yeah, it's really really well, well played by uh, Bob Odenkirk, of course. So um, yes. that was great as well. Um, yeah, not too much to talk about in terms of what Kim does at the start. Obviously, she's sweeping up these um, the broken um, bottles, bottles. For, uh, yeah. from uh, from last night and that. And uh, again, it's another sort of like okay, she's making this call, she's trying to you know get off to work, but like again, watching her attitude and this is her. I mean, she you know she had yeah. the, she had the thing last night of like okay, acting out a bit and throwing the bottles and not really caring, and then you know she goes back a little bit to her sort of old self. Yeah, way, it's, by cleaning it's this up. This this jump between sort of saying oh to hell with everything mm-hmm. and then the regret of her actions afterwards which is something that we repeatedly see with kim you know she yeah. she kind of gets this screw it moment and just goes with something and then regrets what she did the next morning and that that that's sort of the cycle with kim at the moment you know she she kind of she gets frustrated tries to do something which she knows she shouldn't and then regrets it and wants to kind of tidy it up and be better the next day and then kind of the cycle repeats itself you know she gets frustrated with something again and ends up going down this slightly darker path um so yeah this comes back to the whole thing of we don't know where kim is going to end up because you know we know she's not in breaking bad so we you know is it is it something that does she get locked up? Does she leave Jimmy? Does she get herself into a situation that gets her killed? We don't know at the moment. So, Yeah, but yeah, interesting to see her kind of peel herself back a bit. And Jimmy's like, oh, don't worry about the bottles and all that still being his soul yeah, yeah. Uh, self. But obviously she's still uh, Kim. So interesting stuff. Uh, Jimmy takes his uh, lunch with Howard. Howard admits that his firm uh, has wronged Jimmy many times in the past and gives him a serious offer to hire him into the firm, into HHM, uh, but tells him to take the time to think it over and Jimmy is a bit confused and a bit troubled by this. And uh, yeah, we do have an email which actually does tie into this as well. Um... Yeah, let, let me just read it here. Ian says, uh, "Was very interesting to see. Was very interesting to see Jimmy explain the soul name this to, in this episode to Howard, um, or to or to not explain it. Uh, is this part of what is making uh, the transition to soul even more interesting? Is there still a small slice of Jimmy in there, like um, with when he is with uh, Kim? But soul is definitely taking over. Um, yeah, because he doesn't really. He's sort of like." Uh, 
Sol is the one that can do this, but he doesn't really give him a definitive kind of, you know, obviously he knows the, the, about the McGill name and all that sort of thing, but he doesn't really give him a definitive, this is why I called myself Sol Goodman. Obviously, you've got no. the whole, it's all, it's all good man, uh, thing, but he doesn't explain that. But, um, yeah, we've not really seen anyone ask him in this sort of way. Obviously, Howard's being very sort of like polite and gentle in, in the way that he is, just offering him a job and asking him about like, hey, what's up with the, the name change and all that? Because we obviously saw this a couple of episodes ago, didn't we? With yeah. uh, when, when they met in that hallway or whatever. And uh, he's a bit confused by the whole Sol Goodman thing. But I found that really, really interesting to see Jimmy just try and, yeah, really not explain uh why he's called Sol Goodman obviously he knows the reason but he's sort of uh, he really is in the scene trying to hold back a little bit from Howard just like you know he's all saying to Kim earlier like oh I'll, I'll just see what he wants like what what would Howard really do that could be you know that yeah. bad he, he's not Gus Fring is he so um you know what no, what, what no, could no. he really do so he goes there to see him and like is just very kind of okay I'm, I'm just here to see what you have to offer and is uh, I, I was quite surprised as well to see him be like hey you know chuck was was part of the problem and you know he's he's not here anymore and i want you to like have a fresh start or whatever with hhm and i was sort of thinking like no howard i don't think that's gonna work just because you know you don't really know what jimmy is up to no at the moment no. and that's not gonna really fit with hhm uh probably so really really interesting stuff what do you think yeah it was a it was a very intriguing interaction that and I mm. I know what you're saying about I mean Jimmy does kind of explain you know who because he sort of says you know I I he kind of going I I know who Jimmy McGill is who's Sol Goodman and mm. him explaining who Sol Goodman is um, I mean not why but who he is I thought was quite interesting and sort of you know the the he's the man that fights for the little guy and he sort of says couldn't Jimmy have done that and you know that's where it sort of goes well yeah <laughs> you know he kind of avoids and swerves that bit of the question but um it yeah it's it's a sort of interesting interaction there and it it's clearly putting a choice in front of Jimmy of of you know he does he want to get sucked back into this world and I mean if I was in Jimmy's position I wouldn't trust Howard um, yeah because he's he's been screwed over so often by Howard you know and I think part of that I mean even Howard may think that the that his intentions are genuine but I think part of it is him thinking well we could get a McGill name back you know if we can convince jimmy to go back to the mcgill name then you would have a mcgill working there and maybe there is part of that and i i just my gut feeling would be if jimmy took that offer he'd end up just being a sort of also ran not really having any power and stuck in this big firm mm -hmm. you know um and i think as Sol Goodman, he has a lot more freedom it just wouldn't really seem like a good fit, you know? So I, I, I entirely get Jimmy's distrust of it. And yeah. the fact that that company has screwed them over and those people have screwed him over so many times. And then he comes and offers him a job, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So you didn't expect him to take it at all, but uh, yeah, interesting scenes nonetheless. So yes, uh, again, I don't know if I need to see. This was an interesting thing with for Howard to do, but he's not again a character that I need to see too much in the future. So because no. uh, what else? What else is he really involved in other than HHM? But you know, where the, the show's about Sol Goodman. So 
we shall see. Uh, I'm guessing he'll pop up like once or twice, a few more times, but uh, other than that, I don't think he's going to maybe be involved too much. Uh, Kim yeah. talks to Kevin and Paige at Mesa Verde uh, on alternative um, development plans to work around Mr. Aker's uh, refusal to leave the leased land, but the bank insists on evicting uh, Mr. Aker to start construction. Kim stops by the courthouse to see Jimmy, and we should stop there for a minute. Um, yeah, because obviously she's talking about, like, oh, we should go for this, like, 11-something, the, the, or the... Because uh, yeah, they had, they're, they're two, two different numbers, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, and she said about, like, oh, you know, it's been sort of cleaned up and and all this sort of thing, uh, and they're just sort of disagreeing with her in the end. So, again, it's this is another way of pushing Kim towards Jimmy and the whole Sol Goodman yeah, thing, because she knows that he's being kind of screwed over and all that sort of thing, and obviously she's tried to go there and help him last week or a couple of weeks ago and uh they're sort of really being you know the the corporate way of doing things and really kind of just sticking to to their guns and you can see in this scene as well again paying attention to kim's uh attitude she's really kind of just like i you know she she doesn't want it so again another really uh interesting scene for for kim yeah it's it shows kim is deeply uncomfortable with the idea of turfing this guy out of his home. Yeah. Despite the fact that legally they have the right to do it, it's it clearly doesn't sit well with her. And I, you know, and I entirely get that. You know, she doesn't want to be working for this corporate monolith that steamrolls its way over. You know, quite literally in this case, mm-hmm. over everything. You know, over the little guy, and she. And again, she kind of comes to this this way of trying to convince them of an alternative. And, you know, arguably the alternative is potentially a better location. She sort of says, you know, mm. that's what her argument is, mm. is it's got better routes. And, and you know, the, this could actually be a better alternative site. So there isn't, yeah, there is a genuine reason for doing it. And they kind of shoot it down because it means changing a few things and and the fact that they don't want to back down from this guy that's insisting that they uh, that you know he's not moving so there's it's it's her trying to do the right thing and trying to do it in a legal way as in a legal way as possible and failing which resorts to pushing her back towards Jimmy and it will yeah 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 but yeah if we keep seeing this from Mesa Verde they keep telling Kim this is the way she's got to work she's only going to be pushed further and further into Sol's way of doing things and uh, there's going to have to be a breaking point at some point so I mean next week will be we're halfway through the season already 10 episodes that will be episode 5 next week yes um and yeah eventually there's got to be some sort of breaking point whether she like tries can she leave she can leave Mesa Verde can't she um, well, tricky though, because I mean, she's it, the the entire her entire position at that firm is based around her working on Mesa Verde. So, mm. yeah, the, the, yeah, I mean, she would have to leave everything. I mean, she could, but it would financially it would be a huge burden on them because you know she's had to leave. She she's the the company would probably stay with the firm that she joined because if i remember correctly she joined that firm because she needed help with mesa verde so because it was her client that she took on herself mm-hmm. and then was struggling and then she ended up joining that firm to to get help with mesa verde and so technically it's now the firm's client so if she walks away she walks away from mesa verde and she walks away from a lot of money and 
well, she could do that. That is going to be financially quite difficult for them. So, and I think she it will bother her walking away from the client that she brought in in the first place. You know, so yeah. So, but yeah, there's got to be some sort of breaking point eventually for where this line gets drawn because obviously she wants she's being pushed further and further to Soul's way of doing stuff and less and less, uh, you know, f- further and further away rather from uh, the Mesa Verde's way of doing things. So, and uh, you can see it episode by episode. So, uh, Kim discusses the matter um, of. Uh, sorry, there's a court scene with Jimmy that I've skipped. Uh, Kim stops by the courthouse to see Jimmy, where he uses one of his cons to achieve a mistrial. Basically, the guy who's yeah, there, he points out like, no, it was this guy, and then Jim Jimmy's like, no, it was this guy back this there. This is some random yeah, person. The other guy. Yeah. Yeah, um, and he's like, "Yep, saw it clear as day," you know. And uh, I, I really like the way the conversation goes in terms of like, as, as soon as Jimmy starts saying like, "Hey, if I'd been working for ten or eleven hours and I start to get tired and that," and like questioning, obviously, I guess his ability to you know focus and see and remember uh, the 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 client properly and all that sort of thing. Um, and then uh, yeah, he uh, sort of wins it over in the end, doesn't he? Because it's a it's a different person. I thought, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like. I yeah I thought this was a great little bit of sort of lawyering scenes uh, from yeah. uh, Jimmy or from Sol rather um, some really yeah. great stuff in there. So I mean I I saw when when he was pushing to sort of say yeah the the guy to say are you absolutely sure this is the guy that you you yeah. saw and he's going one hundred percent you could see that's <laughs> I I could see where it was going that he'd somehow switched the guys over but um, yeah I I thought that was that was lovely and it's a proper kind of soul government move so i it was great to see him actually doing that and seeing soul kind of in action doing that it was uh was fun yeah. so uh yeah and and you know fooling the judge as well as the um uh witness so yeah because you can see the um is it the jury that they're called that's for like yeah jury, jury duty and all that sort yeah. of thing in it uh you can see that like everyone's shocked once he makes the revelation about like nope it was that other guy so uh yeah, really enjoyed uh, those scenes, and obviously Kim is there uh, watching all of it unfold. So uh, mm-hmm. she she's learning, she's learning the soul more about the soul Goodman way. So yes. again, we'll see where this leads her to. Uh, Kim discusses the matter of Acre and the bank with Jimmy later. Later, Jimmy goes to see Acre as uh, Sol Goodman proposes uh, to represent him in the case against Mesa Verde in court. Uh, after letting him know that Acre took. Um, his offer. Jimmy gets an idea, goes to a uh, you know the the pawn shop and gets the uh, bowling balls, uh, which we see obviously in the cold open, and um, yeah, throwing them over Howard's gate, which we'll talk about uh, a bit later. So, because um, that's the actual end of the episode, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, like he he sticks his foot like literally in the door, and he's like, "Can you move your <laughs> move your foot yeah, away?" Yeah. And like he's giving them this. Uh, um, leaflet thing or whatever, and then you you see like a small cut of a scene, and yeah. uh, he's like, "Hey, got another client," and um, I guess he's uh, convinced him in the end. So uh, yes, yeah, this yes. mystery the, the... isn't isn't going away anytime soon. So no, no, and the the visual aid that he used, which which yeah. is a, a man having intimate relations with the horse, apparently. <laughs> um, so uh, yes, yeah. it's. I, I, that's a wonderful bit of convincing from Salt, and then it sort of cuts out, and you know he's obviously convinced him to do it. Um, but yes, that's, that's such a w- w- how on earth they came up with that as a as a potential like you know way of convincing him is just bizarre. Um, 
Yeah, because it's like but, you, you, you never know what you find on uh, on the internet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Um, uh, just, just ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of. I thought that was that was quite a nice. Um, yeah, just just a, a, a lovely bit of soul again. Mm, yeah, doing doing his thing, and uh, he's winning at the moment, isn't he? So yeah, I mean, we know later that obviously Gene is uh, not with. Uh, I mean. Soul later isn't with uh, Kim, and obviously Jean isn't. So we know things go badly at some point, but uh, not at the moment. So yeah, uh, we shall see. Uh, Hank and uh, Gomez, along with the local police, stake out the last of the uh, dead drops. While Gus waits for a call from Victor and Diego, who are collecting said drop, uh, Diego collects the money and leads the DEA on a wild chase, uh, eluding them through a small tunnel. Uh, and once away with the uh, away with Victor, they let uh, Gus know that the act is done, and they have uh, and they leave the money behind. While Hank is disappointed, they did not get uh, information on the higher ups of the drug trade. The DEA and police celebrate the. Um, yeah, uh, vic- victory of the just shy of a million dollars. It was what seven hundred thousand, I think, something like that. Uh, yeah. in, in drug money and the three men who had the original um, uh, drops, they get uh, arrested. Then they because they, they mention about arresting three different people. Um, some really great uh, yeah. police kind of DEA work, and uh, you weren't quite sure exactly what was going to happen and and all that. And uh, yeah, just really great sort of. They're, they're good at doing these as well. These kind of nighttime tense sort of uh, whether it would be like you know Walter doing something or Gus doing something or in this in this situation Hank and Gomez or Stephen uh doing it um they're really really good at it and um yeah um obviously there, there isn't written here about the whole Gus and this uh was it Lyle Kyle or something I think Kyle Kyle, Kyle, Kyle was his I name think yeah. His name was, yeah like trying to get him to clean this thing and like everyone sort of leaves for the day and um you know straight away he's like do you find this acceptable and you're like, oh god, what, what, what's what's he got in store for this guy? And uh, you know, obviously he's got this um, uh, chicken chop as as a front for obviously the the uh, the drug stuff that that he's doing. Interesting that like, because the office that he's sitting in isn't that far away from these uh, fat fryers and that. And like, mm. he's waiting for this call and stuff. And obviously, you know, he could probably shut the door and tell Kyle to leave him alone if he gets the call a bit early. But just the, I mean, the acting here from John Carlos Benito, just to like keep this face and like keep this sort of, just the way like his, I guess his like body acting kind of worked. The way he like sits, sits back down, what, three different times, four different times and just puts yeah. his hands down gently and he's just waiting for the call and he's pulling that face and, it's just, it's just brilliant and then like every now and then gets up and like um you know tells it that, you know Kyle says oh I'll, I'll i'll try again really really great stuff from uh Giancarlo again and yeah. uh, it's great it's so good to watch so it is i i love watching this guy and and certainly particularly he's portrayal in this of this character mm. uh, he's just he's this sort of there's a certain amount of kind of ocd to it there's the, you oh, know yeah. he's when he's stressed, it it's kind of he's meticulous, and we know he's meticulous anyway. But it seems that that's somewhat heightened when he's stressed. And although you wouldn't know he's stressed from the outside, the fact that he's kind of going back and complaining about the fact that this isn't, you know, and and sort of you know saying this isn't clean enough um, without actually kind of saying it, and this poor kid is scrubbing something which clearly is perfectly okay you know <laughs> yeah um yeah you know 
and uh, and yeah when the call kindly finally comes in he goes out and he goes this is acceptable he's not like yeah you know it's not you like you go yeah and... yeah he's not like it's saying not like oh you've done brilliant. a good job yeah just, yeah this yeah. is acceptable you, you you can go home now go. and uh, yeah he finally leaves so i mean they do they they do a little classic sort of breaking bad style montage of this guy cleaning and at one point he's like using his his hand i think or whatever and then he's using different like uh tools and stuff and different sponges and he's really <laughs> going yeah. at it and uh you can kind of see like i i mean you look at someone like gus fring if you take away the whole drug stuff and that's that's a guy you do want to impress a lot and this guy seems like you know this young kind of up and coming uh hard worker and that and uh just yeah just just the way the whole thing played out was brilliant and uh especially at the end like kyle i think his name's kyle finally leaves and then like the handles are there and he moves them like a millimeter or whatever and you're like okay that's 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 gus fring and yeah uh, it's yeah. brilliant so yeah it's it's one of those things as well that kind of reminds you that why i think he probably got on with walter was you know going back to breaking bad uh, you know what walter was a little like that with you know his obsession with everything had to be right not to the level that that gus is but there was a, there was a certain kind of kindredness between the pair of them but when it came to the cooking the meth you know walter had to have everything particularly right because he wanted it to be as perfect as possible and gus is very similar to that you know there there is a certain kind of kindred spirit that runs through the pair of them um and and it's it's sort of remind me a little bit of that of of the sort of obsessive cleaning um of of the equipment and stuff so yeah yeah because obviously yeah. walter used to tell jesse a lot about like you know you got to do this and that and uh, i see what you mean with the sort of similarities in in their personality but uh yeah when you're moving handles a millimeter then you know you're you're definitely looking for uh, yeah. perfection so yeah yeah so i mean someone will come in in the morning and just you know or, or, or ne- next yeah. day or whatever and just exactly. it'll be it'll be dirty again so good stuff uh surprised we got so much out of that scene but it was so such a good scene to watch so yes uh what do we have next mike comes by uh stacy's home to babysit for kaylee but stacy finds um uh but finds stacy sorry had brought on another babysitter as she does not feel comfortable yet with mike after his last outburst in the last episode uh later that night as mike is walking home the gang that he encountered in the last episode um uh, that they assault him and knock him out and one of them actually stabs mike as well and then he wakes up somewhere we don't really know where. Uh, we're assuming that these men have taken him there or someone has picked him up or we, we don't really know. But, uh, yeah, very interesting. Uh, that's, that is actually the end of the episode, isn't it? Because we did have the uh, the Howard stuff as well. I guess we should talk about both of them to kind of finish off. But, um, yes. yeah, um, I mean, he goes and provokes these guys. He does get a few punches in but gets outnumbered. And then I was surprised because we know Mike obviously survives at least until later in, in uh, at some point in Breaking Bad. Um, so you knew he wasn't going to die from the stab wound, but um, I guess those types of gangs will. I, that to yeah, so. I mean, and, and Mike makes makes a conscious effort to walk past these people. I mean, it it isn't, you know, because I think he was actually on the other side of the road at, at, when you see him. And he, he yeah, makes a before. conscious effort to sit. He spots them at, sitting outside and walks across to walk past them to see whether they do anything. So whilst he wasn't, like you know out and out kind of shouting things at them spoiling for a fight he was clearly spoiling for a fight you know he he expected them to come after him and 
that sort of says something about, I think, about Mike's state of mind. You know, he's obviously upset, annoyed, and wants to hit something, and mm. he sort of, he does kind of promote, provoke them into doing it. Um, what's really interesting is is where he wakes up, because uh, according to the notes I've got, is it's a play, thing called a pliblo, which is, is some sort of Native American um, community thing that that is so it, it's it's on some sort of native american settlement um apparently and um why he's there and who put him there <laughs> i have no idea it was it, yeah because i was expecting him to wake up in like a hospital or something right yeah so yeah weird i don't know why he's ended up in that particular place uh hmm. the, unless the gang took him there but that would seem weird so yeah, yeah. I guess I, that, that's a, if uh, that's... someone's picked him up or not so yeah i don't know yeah very odd yeah uh i have mess, messed up the notes a little bit we should probably talk about the fact that uh soul throws these bowling balls over the gate yes. and smashes Howard's car because he he's what trying to, he's trying to hit something to begin with because he's got three of them one of them just like well know, I mean you think he's trying or whatever to hit, yeah I yeah. think he's trying to hit the car is is what he's trying to do mm. um and the car of course has the no, the Namaste number plate yeah um, the the which yeah yeah which is it's one of those phrases which is kind of infuriating the whole Namaste thing because it's a it's a sort of hippie LA kind of um uh, that's what it's become renowned for is is that kind of i think part of i picked that up partly for for me it always reminds me of uh, grand theft auto 5 and the there is a character in that who is the um he's like a yoga instructor oh yeah he's trying to sleep with the wife of is it mike michael yeah michael um, yeah yeah he's got the big house and all that yeah, so. and he's tried to sleep with the wife of Michael. So, and he's such an annoying character in that. So that's what I always attach it to. Okay. Um, so yes, but um, yeah, we don't know why. We don't know now, is... other than other than obviously he's upset with the idea of this job offer from Howard. But I, we don't know exactly why. Particularly, he wanted to go and smash the car. Hmm. I, I it's never quite clear why he decides to do that, but I yes, yeah. I was a fun scene to watch anyway. Yeah, because again, you don't really know what his goal is in in both the scenes and the episode. Like, what's he doing? What weighing all these things in the shop, and then why is he throwing these uh, bowling balls over the over the gate? So I guess uh, yeah, we've got some more answers to find out. Of course, where the hell is Mike, and uh, why did Jimmy do what he did? So yes, um, yeah. The thing I always uh, associate Namaste with. I remember, I remember there was a particular plot thing in in Lost. Um, someone said Namaste for something like Namaste right. and, and 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 good luck or whatever. Um, I think that was with the Dharma videos or something. I can't remember. Lost, lost. Wow, it finished ten years ago, didn't it? So uh, it was a while ago. But uh, I, I remember there was uh, some some stuff in in Lost that uh, had some Namaste things. Um, or nam- yeah. Namaste. Uh, I don't recall seeing it too much since that the the phrase. Obviously, it's probably popped up here and there, but uh, not that not that I particularly remember. 
So, uh, but yes, that's what we've got for the episode. Yeah. Lots of things to find out about. Where is Mike? What is uh, Soul doing? Uh, again, the fates of Nacho and Kim we don't know about yet. So, and when wh- when will Kim reach a breaking point, and what is that going to both look like and be like? What's that sort of gonna? what's going to happen yeah. when that sort of happens so yeah got six episodes left uh for the season and uh which gives them plenty of time to uh to to do some stuff for the season so we'll see what they get up to but we do have one other email of course i've already read ian's email but we do have one from jason if you would like to send in your uh questions thoughts feedback comments whatever um on either better call soul or any of the other shows that we do or for uh you know to get in contact with entertainment talk matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter e talk uk and there's the contact page information in your show notes jason says really liked seeing the hank and gomez scenes this week and how it links to Gus is great, obviously with the phone call and Lyle and cleaning and and, and all that sort of thing. Uh, shame both of them don't make it. It is it is a shame when you're watching like how yeah. you know the, these men just want to do what's right. They just want to chase down the criminals, but obviously they get involved with things later. Uh, but it's still great to see them. Can you see a spin-off with the two of them? Um, I mean that I, I'm bound. You're bound to see once Better Call Saul's actually finished, which is supposed to be next year, isn't it? Because I think that they've. Yes. filmed some of it already or, or it's it's on track to, it's on track for it, uh, yeah. yeah it's on track for 2021 um obviously once that's probably finished people are still going to be saying oh maybe you can do this and that and this and that which is great because it means the audience still has interest once your product is finished it's not like oh finished you know we can move on uh it's great that people still have the interest because there's obviously been discussions about like okay could you do how did Gus get to where he got to? Could you do like something with uh, Skylar or Walt, uh, uh, Walt Junior or whatever? I don't think those things would necessarily be very interesting. But uh, no. you you could possibly do. I mean, well, I mean, do you think it's quite likely it's... these two characters stay in the series from now until basically the end? Because I wouldn't really see a reason that they leave necessarily. No, I mean, I yeah, you could keep them around now. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I I don't know whether a series with just those two would hmm. necessarily work. I don't know whether there's enough kind of interesting stuff in there with their DEA sort of investigations. I mean, maybe that without it just becoming a kind of Police top show procedural Plus, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you'd, you'd yeah, maybe you could. You'd have to get some of the yeah the the other family members because you'd have to get the wife back. Right. The actress, uh, uh, Marie, and yeah, uh, the other one. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, and you could have some you know so maybe you could have something in there. Um, hmm. But I, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, I love watching the guys edit, but it it, it could just end up being a sort of you know buddy cop kind of procedural thing. So I I don't know. Um, I don't know whether it's it's in, he's they're interesting enough on their own, um, and whether you could find a way into a story which would be you know um, intriguing enough. Depends where they end up at the end of this series, really. So. Yeah, I suppose the other thing as well, like, because um, obviously he probably goes around to Walter's house and sees Skylar and they probably, you know, because they're brother-in-laws, they hang out and stuff yeah. like that, as we saw in literally the pilot episode of Breaking Bad. So you'd probably cut around all of that. You could, If you wanted to, I guess you could cast, uh, bring uh, Marie back and have like some at-home scenes and then the same thing with Gomi or Gomez, Stephen. Um, 
but like I guess with the whole you know hey we're gonna go around waters for Thanksgiving or whatever I guess you, you probably wouldn't do that because then it'd be like okay you've got to get Brian Cranston back and you've got to get uh, every, yeah. everybody else back and I don't think that they're really going to do that uh, I think what we could maybe do is make the most of like because again I think I don't see a reason they're not in the rest of this series now because obviously they lead right no. up into investigating Gus and the whole Heisenberg thing which is obviously a bit far away yet but uh, they're obviously going to keep doing this until probably the end of the series so I guess we'll probably get this stuff just throughout the rest of Battle Cold Soul so that's probably what you'll get so because other than that I don't other than seeing them try to take the DEA down which we've already seen with the whole Gus Heisenberg thing I don't really see what unless it's just like random criminals random just drug dealers and that sort of thing yeah. I don't really see what else you'd do because we've already seen most of it with him trying to take down Gus and Heisenberg so Mm. and we know how that ends uh, but we shall see you never know what Vince has got uh, cooked up or whatever um, I do kind of suspect that once Better Cossel's finished that will probably be the end of the Breaking Bad universe but then we thought that in 2013 <laughs> when the series ended Yeah, yeah. and then we ended up with Better Cossel and El Camino so but it, it, almost every angle of the story has been told now like post uh, or is going to be told because we'll get the post Breaking Bad with Gene we've had the post Breaking Bad with El Camino we've had Breaking Bad itself we've got the prequel with Gus and Jimmy and Kim and uh, Michael, Michael and and everybody else. So yeah. I don't really know. I think you're starting to run out of room as to which character you can still tell a story with and in what actual time period. I suppose because yeah. you really you really would have covered everything by then, which is great because that means you don't get any like, hey, I wonder what happened to this character and that character. So yeah, we shall see. But I do kind of do. You, do you agree that this is probably the last of the Breaking Bad? I universe? yeah. I, I I'm the same sort of opinion of you. You know, G- Jimmy uh, or rather Sol, I think was always quite an interesting character to follow. Yeah, and you know, I, and the way that they've managed to tie it in as a prequel that you know you bringing in characters like us and and all that sort of thing, I, that works really well. Um, I, now you sort of I going before that, unless you go way way back. Of, of sort of making it a, a sort of how Gus got to where he got to in the first place. Um, but then you sort of have to have a, maybe you can't cast Giancarlo. You'd have to go with a younger actor of sort of him coming up through the ranks of where, you know, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it gets, it gets a bit convoluted doing it that way. You, you'd sort of, you've got most of it covered at this point as you yeah, say we know, we know that character so yeah and um you know i i i'm not sure i'm not sure i i need to see more at this point it's kind of you've got most of that connected world all done and i mean if they can come up with something which is is interesting and original of course i'm there but it, oh, yeah. you know i i'm not entirely sure yeah but i'm not entirely sure what angle you take at this point Mm-hmm. if you were going to do more isn't it funny how like some shows get cancelled and have like bad cliffhanger endings and on this we're like what other part of the story can you tell <laughs> I suppose. yeah so some stories get picked clean um not saying that they've like picked over the complete bones of this but like uh or clutching the straws or whatever but they've come up with so many ideas and then you get like oh that's cancelled after two seasons and uh you'll never see it again so yeah. uh but yeah we should be grateful for what we've I'm, i am you know obviously very very grateful for breaking bad and all that still think it's the best tv show i've seen some people have a different opinion that's fine some people agree that's also fine um but uh yeah it's great to see what we've what we've had so far so um i think we've certainly uh answered that question so 
Yes. Uh, so that's it for this week's episode. Of course, yes, next week marks the halfway point of the season already. It's gone pretty quick. I know we started off with two, didn't we? So that sort of sped things up a bit. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens next week, I suppose. Uh, you can, of course, also find all of the other content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. Um, you know, lots of stuff that we're doing at the moment. Uh, film reviews and TV games coverage. uh and uh, of course Man United and all that sort of stuff that's happening at the moment uh, entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all of that if you'd like to know if, when and where your favourite shows are coming back TV TV and film casting news or just TV and film news in general uh, David's got you covered on geektown.co.uk and if you want that in weekly podcast format on Tuesdays uh, Geektown Radio Radio is your go-to for that you can either search for Geektown on podcast services or look at or uh, listen to the podcast on geektown.co.uk so it's up to you uh, which way you want to listen to that of course for us as well if you search for well, if you search for entertainment talk and geek town get yourself subscribed to both basically is what i'm trying to say uh so that would be great as well if you want to help support the podcast but entertainment talk we're on patreon please check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers that is for review options and add free podcast options so uh, please take a look at those as well and you might find those interesting if you're shopping on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra that's our amazon affiliate link um what else is there? iTunes feed, like I said, please rate, review, and subscribe. Make sure you get subscribed so that you get sent new episodes of both Geek Town and Entertainment Talk podcasts. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. If you see them discussing something that we've covered, please feel free to share the content. And of course, social media, please share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. And lastly, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Remember, it will be on Thursday next week, not on Wednesday. So if you're wondering where the podcast is again, it will be on Thursday. So look out for it then. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.